0: M-A.
1: Main menu. Main, menu. Main, menu. main menu. Main menu. Main menu, main menu.
0: Welcome to Main Menu for the week of August 22nd to August 28, 2014. I'm your host David Tanner and we are very pleased to have you with us today here on Main Menu say have you been by the main menu website lately we hope you have if you haven't you may want to go come there and see all the things that you can do there and participate in the different things that are available on the web page one of the first things I'd mention to you is the shows link there is where you can come and find a listing of all the shows that have been aired on main menu over the last several years and you can take a look through there and see what's been discussed on each of the shows and if there's a show you would like to listen to you can either download a copy of the show right from the web page or if you would prefer you can just stream it right from the web page on your computer and listen to the show that way so that's the show's link another link you may want to be looking at and sign up for is the main menu friends mailing list yes we do have a mailing list And there are members of the Main Menu staff that are on that list and also a lot of Main Menu listeners. And we discuss all kinds of things on there technology-wise. We get into some discussions about technology that you do not hear on Main Menu simply because someone may ask a question about a particular technology or have a question about how you could do a certain thing with windows for example and we get into discussion of that and you can find out a lot of really good information there from main menu staff and other main menu listeners and you can also be a part of the discussion about what have you heard on main menu that you liked what are some things you haven't heard that you like to hear and you can make suggestions about what you'd like to hear on main menu in the future well today we have Dan Clark from Freedom Scientific is going to be doing a webinar that we are re-airing. This originally was aired on the Easy WebBiners series and we have gotten permission from Freedom Scientific to air it for you here on Main Menu today think you're going to get a lot of valuable information out of what Dan's going to be talking about today. He's going to be talking about and giving a lot of demonstrations on using JAWS with Windows 8 and giving you some examples of how you can do that. He's also going to be demonstrating and talking about how you can use touch gestures with Windows 8 with JAWS. So that's something you probably have not heard a lot about it's becoming more popular as we get more and more computers with Windows 8 that have touch screens and you may be interested in finding out a little more about that and how you could even use a keyboard to do touch gestures and swipes so I think you'll find that to be quite interesting. That's what's up today on Main Menu. We do apologize that some of the audio in the WebBiner is a bit on the quiet side. We've tried to edit it as much as we can without destroying any of the content. But there is some variation in the volume and we do apologize for that. We tried to do about the best we could and hope that you will really enjoy and get a lot of information out of this WebBiner. We're going to go ahead and get into that. You have a great week, and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu.
2: of us here on the main menu team consider your thoughts questions, suggestions and any other feedback that you may have very important to interact with us on the show you can send an email to mainmenu@acbradio.org. at that's mainmenu@acbradio.org. at if you would like to find past show archives and more information about main menu you can visit our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with us on Twitter and see all the latest show news, you can follow us by visiting www.twitter.com slash mainmenu or by following at mainmenu. If you would like to receive show announcements in your inbox and interact with other Main Menu listeners, you can subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list by sending a blank email to mm mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you're interested in other ACB Radio programming besides Main Menu, you can learn more about ACB Radio by visiting www.acbradio.org. If you would like to receive Main Menu as a weekly podcast, you can do so by subscribing to the Main Menu podcast feed with the URL menu. Dot you can also hear us by subscribing to Main menu in the iTunes Store or by finding us in the iBlink radio app made by Serotech for iOS and Android powered devices. Finally, We are heard on radio reading services from all over the world. The radio reading service in your state or country may already be carrying main menu every week. If you would like to receive announcements about the latest ACB radio programming news, including main menu, you can subscribe to the ACB radio announce-only mailing list by sending an email to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. Finally, if you would like to interact with listeners of all ACB Radio programs, you can subscribe to the ACB Radio Friends list by sending a blank email to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. Anytime that you have any comments, questions, or suggestions that you would like us to hear, please get in touch with us.
3: And we're going to immediately move to the first slide and give you a little promo about EASY. You'll already know about the EASY webinars because you're here. We have a lot of free ones and we get some where there's a series of things teaching you in detail about different programs and they are fee-based webinars. We also have a number of courses and, uh, Anyone who takes five of them gets the certificate in accessible information technology, which is provided for easy in conjunction with the University of Southern Maine. And and the next slide, we tell you about another feature. We have a membership program and you can become an individual member for one fee, give you all the fee-based webinars, the free webinars and a 20% discount on the courses. The institutional webinar will provide those features for everyone in their institution. So we can move on to slide one for Dan and let me introduce Dan. Probably he doesn't need any introduction for most of you. He's uh, one of the key workers for Freedom Scientific. If you go to conferences, he's usually at their booth and he's a quality presenter. We're glad to have him with us. And Dan assures me that Windows 8 isn't so hard. I'm not sure I believe him yet. So we'll give him a chance to give us a sales pitch. Let me also say the archive for this will be online probably tomorrow or over the weekend. And it will be at easy.cc E-A-S-I dot slash archive, A-C-H-R-I-B, slash Windows 8 8-2014, 2014. Windows 8 2014. Resources.htm. Okay, Dad, I'm going to sit back and eager uh, to uh, become a Windows 8 expert.
4: Well, thank you, Norm. Thank you, Beth. And thanks, everyone else, for being here. The first thing I'd like to do is just in case you don't have the documentation, I'm going to push out the
1: Browser window. Conclusion and contact information visited link. An all new online evaluation form is now available. Your feedback is expected.
4: Contact information page here, and I'm going to actually push out a zip file that you can grab the documentation with.
1: Entire contents of today's presentation opens a zip file visited link. File download dialog. Do you want to open or save this file? Name colon.
4: Cancel button. Okay, now if you don't want the documentation, you can just choose cancel out of that, uh, or you can choose open and just click in one of the files that will be in. I'll start with 01. That's the objectives page. And then we'll go to 02. Or you can just save it to your hard drive. So I'm going to go ahead and cancel out of my file download, because I already have it. And I'll go back to the first page.
1: Automa file, HTTP HTTP colon slash F6, route, link back to beginning of document. Page has two headings and two
4: links. Okay, so uh, today we're going to talk about Windows 8, and we'll talk about how to use it with JAWS, but there will be a lot of other things that we'll talk about just in in general that concern Windows 8 and some of the differences between that and Windows 7 and prior versions. We'll look at the start screen, we'll look at a couple of ways to find all your programs and search for programs and settings. We'll look at how to access the charms bar, sounds charming. Uh, shutdown options, where is that located? It used to be in the Start menu. And uh, we'll look at Internet Explorer because it has two flavors here in Windows 8. You have a kind of a slim down version which is a tile on the desktop for more more design for mobile apps and then you have the full version that you can get to as well. And We'll talk about the new touch cursor that comes with JAWS and how to navigate with the touch cursor. We'll take a look at some of the apps like the News app They also have sports apps, and weather apps, and different apps like that that we'll just kind of talk about a little bit. And then there's also the Windows App Store, where you can find more apps. And we'll go ahead and push out the next page here.
1: Next page visited link. Document page has eight headings and three links. Heading level to the start screen when launches, comma.
4: So silence jaws there. So when Windows 8 launches, the start screen appears, typically. And this replaces the start menu from prior versions of Windows. And each program is represented by a tile. And they're arranged in rows and columns. And then those tiles can be arranged in groups. And of course, people can switch and rearrange those groups and tiles and things like that. Uh, But to switch to the normal desktop, what you're probably more familiar with in prior versions of Windows, say the Windows desktop, where you have your columns and rows of icons and your status bar and your system tray, things like that. Uh, You can simply press Windows key plus the letter D Delta. There's also a tile on the start screen that's labeled desktop and you can use that tile to go to the desktop as well. Now once you go to the desktop you can cycle back and forth between the tiles on the start screen and back to the desktop simply by pressing the Windows key so it's really easy to get back and forth. So a lot of times you won't use the start screen many things, like unless you're just launching a program, the rest of the time you'll be working on the desktop or actually working in the programs that you use every day. So it's really not that scary, but it does give you the advantage of having the touch screen, and of course JAWS supports the touch screen on tablets and things like that. So if you want to go mobile and you have a tablet with a keyboard, you can take that with you, or you can take it without the keyboard, and still have access to your applications and the web and email and things like that. Now if you do have a tablet, you want to get a keyboard because trying to type on the uh, on-screen keyboard is very difficult, very time-consuming, so it's not a very good way to try and communicate if you're trying to type or write letters or documentation. There are plenty of tablets out there that either come with a keyboard or you can buy a wireless Bluetooth keyboard to go with that tablet that you purchase. And if you purchase a tablet for JAWS, you want to make sure that it has at least 5.5 finger point touchscreen support or more. But that would be your minimum. And pretty much any tablet out there that has that sort of uh, capability will work. There are quite a few from Dell. Uh, I've got a another one from, I think it's called a Lynx. And so there's quite a few different ones. Lenovo is the one that I have, and there's several different models of that one as well. So what I'm going to do is go ahead and start the desktop sharing here so I can kind of talk about some of these things. And for those of you who can see the screen, you'll see a picture of my desktop coming up where the browser window is right now. Um, For those of you who can't see the screen, obviously you'll be able to hear and just listen to my computer with JAWS. And if you have a computer and you want to follow along on your own, that's fine too. I'm not going to be doing a whole lot that's going to require you to follow along like exercises or anything. It's more of an overview, kind of a demonstration type of thing. So let me go ahead and
1: start the desktop sharing. Menu,
4: bar, the desktop sharing.
1: menu administration, menu, favorite submenu. D, document, set D, desktop, leaving menus. When Windows oh. register eight launches, the start screen appears. This replaces the start. Now desktop you may see a dialog box at the right 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 top, dialogue. Dialogue
4: but it should go away by itself.
1: Ten percent. Easy Webinar Room. Left parent. Moderator. Right parent.
4: And it takes a few seconds for that to draw on the screen. And I can see it coming up on my training test computer over there. Now, desktop sharing doesn't work for everyone. If you're using a wireless connection, sometimes the desktop sharing doesn't show up. You have to have a really good connection to be able to see that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to press Windows key D here to go to the desktop.
1: Windows D, Desktop, Folder View, List View, Not Selected, Recycle Bin, 1 of 9.
4: And that's your typical desktop that you find in Windows 7, Windows 8, you know, different places like that. And on this desktop I have my usual tiles, or excuse me, icons.
1: FS Reader 3.0, JAWS 15.0, Ruby XL HD handheld video magnifier dash final my conference recordings. Camtasia Studio 7
4: And so those are some of the icons that are there And I can go to the taskbar by pressing Windows key T Windows key and letter T for taskbar
1: Windows T, taskbar easy colon equal access to software and information Dash internet explorer button menu
4: File explorer button And I can right and left arrow across that I can press insert F11 with JAWS to go to the system tray
1: Select the system tray icon dialog Select the system tray icon list box Desktop viewer is running 105
4: And running so Apple. On. Okay, so if I just press the Windows key now, I'll go back to the start screen.
1: Command bar, start screen, mail, column 1, row 1, 1 to 14.
4: I see the desktop sharing is running a little bit behind. It takes a while for it to draw those screens over the internet. So, on the desktop, you can navigate using arrow keys across these different tiles, and JAWS will tell you what the different tiles are. I'll press right arrow.
1: Internet Explorer, Column 5.
4: I heard it say Internet Explorer, Column 5. I'm going to press left arrow to go back.
1: Mail, Column 1.
4: And I heard it say Mail, Column 1. And what that means is that the Mail icon is stretched out wider. It takes up basically uh, four columns. And when I press right arrow to go to the next column, I hear Internet Explorer starts at Column 5.
1: Internet Explorer, Column 5.
4: Now as you're moving around you can kind of get an idea of the size of the tiles. Uh, you can also press insert tab if you want to to reread the current control or reread the current tile. And I'll press right arrow again.
1: Store red stripe deals image column seven.
4: So that said column seven so that tells me that the Internet Explorer icon or tile that started on column five takes up two columns and the store starts in seven. So. Unfortunately there's not really any way to tell how these tiles are going to be arranged, uh, whether they're going to be the small size like one by one or two by two. Sometimes they'll be like four columns wide and two columns high, and there's just a variety, so there's really not any way to tell what you're going to find. But as you go through these tiles, if you press right arrow,
1: travel being spontaneous in your travels EC2612209074392
4: I stopped it from reading but you heard a little click sound right there that indicated that focus moved from one tile or one group to the next group if I go back to the left you'll hear it again
1: store Vivo dash staff, pick, image column 7 row 1 814
4: okay so that's row 1 and I could down arrow for example
1: one drive row 3 one drive Photos, Column 5, Row 5. Photos. Finance, Dow 17,088.99 plus 2.36. FTSE 100, 6,800. Sports, all their campfires burn with yearning 7A34A33.
4: And so on. So you can press left and right, up and down to move from tile to tile. And as you move from one group of tiles to another, you hear that click sound.
1: Music, Column 1, Row 5, 405.
4: If I go to the right again.
1: Video, Column 3.
4: That's in the same group. I press right arrow again.
1: JAWS 15, column 1, row 1,
4: 102. I heard a group there that has JAWS in it. FS Reader 3, column 3. And FS Reader. And if I continue.
1: Word 2013, column 1.
4: Now I'm in another group. Now I rearranged the tiles on the screen here just so it would have some different groups and things I could show you. I'm going to go back to the beginning.
1: Home. Mail, column 1, row 1, 114.
4: What I did is just press the Home key. And you can also press the End key to go to the end of the tiles off to the right. And Health and fitness. Nine habits that make you look older than you are. 589 D 68 So one of the things that happens when you're on the start screen is, you know, if you're on the desktop and you press left and right and up and down arrow, uh, focus wraps around to the next row or the next line or the next column, depending on whether you're going up and down. So here, if I press right arrow, that's the end of the tiles, nothing happens. Uh, so it does not wrap. If I go up in this group,
1: food and drink, tequila dash lime shrimp, tequila dash lime shrimp image, row 3.
4: That sounds good. I'll press up arrow. Help plus tips, row 1. That's row 1. And at the top, it doesn't wrap down to the bottom of that group, so it just stops there. So you don't get the typical wrapping like you do on the normal desktop that you might be familiar with. So I'm just going to press home to go back to the beginning of the group of tiles here on the start screen. Home,
1: mail, column 1, row 1, 1 of 14.
4: Another thing you cannot do here on the start screen compared to the desktop is you cannot use first letter navigation. If you're familiar with navigating on the desktop in Windows uh, on the desktop, you could press the letter M, for example, Mike, to go to my computer or my documents or different things like that. So then you could press the letter J to go to the JAWS icon or you could press the letter uh, W to go to Word. Or W to go to WordPad, you know, different things like that. The reason you can't do that here on the start screen in Windows 8 is because as soon as you start typing, you open up the search charm. The search charm basically is like what you had in Windows 7 and Windows Vista. When you press the Windows key and the start menu opened, you'd have a search edit box right there. And you could type in what you were looking for. Like you could type in Word and then the list of the programs, the start menu rather, would Populate with a list of things that match what you type, and usually Word, whatever version, would be at the top, and you might find WordPad below that, and so on. Well, it's very similar to that here on the start screen. So, for example, if I start typing Jaws,
1: J E, whoops if I could type e- it right, A W Jaws 15 app.
4: So all I had to do is type in J A W, and it found Jaws 15 app. And now it's got a vertical list of different things that match what I just type. I'll just down arrow.
1: Utilities jaws fifteen app.
4: Jaw search. Jaw search. Jawbone search. Jawbone up search. So it found a few different things. Jaw pain search. <laughs> jaw pain. Not something I want. But that's the idea. So if I wanted to open up jaws, I could have pressed enter on that first one. I can press escape to get out of the search charm. Edit jaw.
1: Start screen, mail, column one, row one.
4: Press escape a couple of times there. If I wanted to find Microsoft Word, for example, I could type W-O-R.
1: W-O-R, Word 2013 app.
4: And there it found it right away. So if I wanted to start Word, all I have to do is press enter at this point. Leaving menus. And I can see Microsoft Word loading now.
1: Word, backstage view.
4: And by default, in Office 2013, which is what I'm running here, you get the backstage view, and you can just escape out of that to get into Word, the regular window that you might be familiar with.
1: Document 1. Print view edit.
4: And of course, you can do your work in Microsoft Word or whatever program you might be using, and then close out of that with Alt F4. Alt F4. So let me go back to the desktop by pressing the Windows key, the start screen rather.
1: Command bar, start screen, mail, column 1, row 1, 1 of 14.
4: So how do you find different programs? First of all, if you know what you're looking for, it's easy. You can just go to the start screen and start typing, and you'll find what you're looking for typically. And you can just up and down arrow through the list. But what if you want to find a list of all the programs like you would find in For example, the start menu on prior versions of Word. One way you can do this is to, from the start screen, just press Control-Tab, and you'll get a list of all your applications. I'll press Control-Tab here. Horizontal list box, Windows
1: 8 apps, alarms 2 of 46.
4: And I heard JAWS say, in that group, there was 2 of 46. And these are listed in alphabetical order. And you can use your arrow keys to move through these.
1: Horizontal list box, Windows 8 apps, calculator, 446. Calendar. Camera.
4: OK, so I'm just pressing down arrow to go through that list, and then we'll go into the Ds. Desktop. And then I could go to the right, for example, and go to the next r- column to the right of this. News. And so on. Now, <clears throat> you can also, while you're in this list of programs, you can also start typing something kind of quickly. Like if I want to look for something that starts with the letter CA, like calendar, I can press CA.
1: C. A. Camtasia Studio. Camtasia Studio.
4: And I'll find a bunch of things that start with CA. If I type an L here, L. Calculator. That kind of narrows it down a little bit to three things on my computer. I have calculator,
1: Horizontal list box. Calculator, one of three. Calendar. Calendar. Calculator.
4: And another calculator. There's a scientific calculator versus a regular calculator, I believe. So there's different, a couple of different ones of those in there. So I'm just going to press Escape to get out of those apps.
1: Search, leaving menus, desktop, folder view, list view.
4: Goes back to the desktop and go back to the Windows start screen.
1: Windows D, desktop, folder view, list view, Camtasia Studio 7, 2 of 9.
4: So just like with Windows 7, you still have a really powerful search engine or search feature that you can use to find your programs and your files and your settings. And that's really all I use the start screen for is just to do the search feature. If I'm on the start screen, I'll type Word or I'll type in Excel or whatever it is I'm looking for and uh, find that application or program and press enter and just go on from there. And most of the time, I'm usually working, as I said, in one of my programs and so on. Now, there are a ton of different Windows keys that you can use with uh, Windows 8. And I've included a list of those in one of the links for your documentation. It's a list of Windows 8 keyboard shortcuts. And I'm looking at the documentation here. It's uh, one, two, four pages printed out. And I don't even know all of them myself. Uh, There's a few that I use and one of them that you can use if you want to uh, go to the charms bar for example they call it the charms bar you can press Windows key plus the letter C
1: Windows C search button
4: and that brings up the search button over there on the charms bar and then it can down arrow through some other things there share button the share button start button the start button devices button devices settings button and settings the settings button right here is a good place to find the <clears throat> system volume. If you're trying to adjust your volume control in that settings, you can also find your shutdown options and things like that. So I'm going to press escape to get out of the the charms bar.
1: Start screen, mail, column 1, row 1, 1 to 14.
4: Now if you want to go to settings just by itself, that when you press Windows key C, that just goes to the charms bar, and there's four or five things there in the charms bar that you can navigate up and down. And those are some of the more common things that you might use when you're working in Windows 8. But if you just want to go to the settings, you can press Windows key in the letter I.
1: Windows I, personalize.
4: So there's my settings, and then I can down arrow through that. Tiles. Networks colon fsi.local button. Leave menu, change PC settings button. Oops, went too far. Leaving menus, notifications button on. Menu, power options button. And there's the power options button. Um, it's in a kind of a couple of columns and rows. Volume colon 100 button. And so on. Networks colon, leaving menus. No. Get to your networks, your keyboard settings, and different things like that. Shahida asked if, uh, where you can get those key, these documents in that On the very last page of the webinar, there's a contact information page. And on that contact information page, you'll find a link that says entire contents of today's presentation. And that has all the documentation in it as well. Okay, let me see where I'm at here. Another way to shut down windows, I'm going to press escape to get out of the settings.
1: Menu. Start Screen, Mail, Column 1, Row 1, 1 of 14.
4: The way I typically do it is I just press Windows key D to go to the desktop.
1: Windows D, Leaving Menus, Desktop, Folder View.
4: And once I'm on the desktop, I just press Alt F4.
1: Alt F4, down Windows Dialog. Select the option that best describes why you want to shut down the computer. What do you want the computer to do? Combo box, Shutdown, 4 or 5.
4: And that gives you your standard shutdown dialog box, combo box, where you can press up and down arrow to choose Sleep, or you can choose Restart, and things like that. Of course, I don't want to shut down right now, so I'm going to press escape. Let's talk a little bit about Windows Explorer, or excuse me, Internet Explorer. We're actually going to do another webinar about a month from now on File Explorer in Windows 8, because in prior versions of Windows 7 and earlier, you had something called Windows Explorer, and in Windows 8, it now becomes File Explorer. And guess what? It has the ribbons. So if you're not familiar with that, you'll want to come to that webinar. And it's listed on the Easy Side as well. Um, I'm going to go back to the desktop start screen, rather.
1: Command bar, start screen, mail, column 1, row 1, 1 to 14.
4: And I'm on mail. <clears throat> I'll press right arrow to go to Internet Explorer here.
1: Internet Explorer, column 5.
4: Now, Internet Explorer... Here on the start screen is a slimmed down version of Internet Explorer. It does not have menus, like you're familiar with the file menu, the bookmark menu, the tools menu, and so on. Uh, It does not have your favorites either. But it's a nice version just for quickly doing searches and reading things, looking up things on the Internet, and it's basically designed for mobile devices to make it quicker and faster to, to surf the web. So if I go to that, if I press enter,
1: Leaving menus, http://www.freedomscientific.com/services/slash.
4: Now it comes up to my bookmarked home page for the training and certification page. Now, if I press the Alt key, nothing happens. If I press Alt B for bookmarks, Alt B. nothing happens. If I press Alt T, Alt T, nothing happens. You can get to the address bar by pressing Alt D,
1: Alt D. new tab page, address edit, http://slash.
4: But it's actually at the bottom of the screen. It's not at the top of the screen like you might have thought it would have been before. So this is nice for just searching and doing quick reading and things like that. But again, if you're looking for your favorites and familiar menus and things like that, you'll want to use the desktop version of Internet Explorer. So I'm going to press Alt F4 to close that.
1: Alt F4, menu, leaving menus, folder view, list view, Camtasia Studio 7.
4: And I'm going to show you how to set it up so that your Internet Explorer always comes up. In the full version of Internet Explorer, if you want to. That's just a personal preference if you want to do something like that. And what I'll do is I'll go to the Run dialog box.
1: Windows R menu. And type in... Double, 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 period.
4: I'll just go to Google for now.
1: G-O-O-G-L-E, period, C-O-M.
4: And go to a live website here. If you do it from the Run dialog box, you're going to get the full version of Internet Explorer.
1: Leaving menus. Easy colon equal access to software and information. Easy colon equal access to software and information. that New tab page. About link.
4: And I've got the Google Forms Mode page up there right now. And what I can do is I can go to the Tools menu here in Regular Internet Explorer.
1: Alt, menu bar, tools, context menu, delete browsing history, dot, dot, dot.
4: And at the bottom of the Tools menu is Options. So I can just press up arrow to go to Options, Internet Options.
1: Internet Options.
4: And press Enter on that
1: menu bar leaving menu bar internet options dialogue general page home page browsing history startup tab.
4: and here we have a multi-page dialogue box and what you want to do is go to the programs page control tab a few times till you get to the programs page
1: security page select the zone to view ch- privacy page settings select the setting for content page certificates use certificates for inc- connections page to set up an internet connection programs page opening internet explorer choose how you open links com-
4: and here, there's a f- combo box that says choose how you open links, and the default here,
1: let Internet Explorer decide one
4: is let Internet Explorer decide. So what'll happen is if you're using the icon or the app on the desktop, start screen rather, I always get those mixed up. If you're using the app on the start screen, it'll open up in the the slim down version without your bookmarks and things. And so if you want to change that, you can press down arrow here.
1: Always an Internet Explorer.
4: And choose always in Internet Explorer and if you press tab one more time here
1: open Internet Explorer tiles on the desktop checkbox not checked
4: and press spacebar here for this open Internet Explorer tiles on the desktop space checked that will set it so that Internet Explorer always opens in the full version of Internet Explorer as opposed to the slimmed down version that you would normally get if you press enter on the tile on the start screen so I'll just press enter to do that edit and again that's just strictly a personal preference. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and close Google here.
1: Close document window, easy, cold space, and it menus.
4: Go back to the desktop. And I want to talk a little bit about using apps with JAWS in Windows 8 and using the touch cursor. Now, for those of you who are familiar with the Gestures and different things that you have in Windows. It's very similar to the types of gestures that you might get in, you know, your iPhone or your iPad. Although they're a little bit different, obviously, because it's Windows. But basically, if you're not using speech, you know that you can tap on an icon and it will launch that program, or you can swipe left and you can swipe right and you can swipe up and down and you can do two finger. As I clicked a. Did a two-finger flick and flicked my pin. Two-finger fix, flicks. <laughs> if I can say it right. Three fingers and so on. Um, when you're running with a screen reader, it works a little bit differently because, first of all, you have to find out what icon or what app you're on, or what tile you're on. So as you're moving your finger around, it doesn't slide the screen. You're just moving your finger over the different icons, and when you hear that you're on an app that you want to launch, then you double-tap it. So there's a couple of different ways that you access the screen if you're using a screen reader as opposed to using uh, the touch screen without a, without a screen reader.
1: Windows D, menu, Camtasia Studio 7. Start screen, mail, column 1, row 1, 1 to 14.
4: OK, so what I want to do is show you basically here in Windows uh, <coughs> on the desktop some of the different ways that you can use what we call the touch cursor. And basically the touch cursor, what I'm using is, I'm not using a touch screen on this computer, it's a desktop computer with a regular monitor, and I can actually perform the same things as a double, two-finger swipe to the right or a two-finger swipe to the left, uh, or a swipe down or a swipe up, using the keyboard as opposed to actually using a touch screen. So we have the ability with JAWS to do if you have a tablet, you can use the, the tablet and use your touch touch gestures. Uh, the ones that work with JAWS, obviously, are a little bit different than the way Windows works because it's JAWS-specific. But basically, you get the idea that they behave in a similar fashion. If you don't have a touchscreen, you can still use those touch gestures with JAWS just by using your keyboard. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find the News app here.
1: Internet Explorer, column 5. Store, Vivo, Staff, Pick, Image, Column 7. OneDrive, Row 3. Photos, Column 5, Row 5. Finance, dial 17,092.5. Sports, all their campfires burn with Earnings 7. News, 2 dead, doesn't Hurt After Storm, at Atva, Campgrounds Row 11.
4: And that's the news tile on the start screen, so I'm going to press Enter to just open that. Take a few seconds for it to load that up. Leaving menus. that's touch cursor. Loading. You heard Jaws announce touch cursor. News, news. Learn more, more button.
1: Dismiss button. Dismiss button.
4: You would think that they would make that go away. I've already dismissed it a couple of times. Anyway, uh, I heard Jaws announce that the touch cursor was active. Uh, certain applications uh, where we use the touch cursor, Jaws will recognize that we need to use the touch cursor, you know, for gestures, and you can use those with the keyboard as well, like I'm talking about other cases where you want to use the touch cursor if it's not active automatically by JAWS you can actually turn it on by pressing shift numpad plus uh, and you can just press numpad plus just to get out of it touch cursor mode but it is enabled in certain applications like news weather and the, the online store different things like that and what happens once the t- touch cursor is active is pressing left and right arrow moves to the next or previous object on the screen. That's just like swiping your finger left or right. So here I am on the news. If I press right arrow, it's going to be just like swiping to the right. News pane. I hear news pane, and again.
1: Big news banner.
4: And again. Image attribution button. I'll just keep doing that.
1: Air Algari flight off 5017 wreckage found in Mali. Guardian News, one hour ago. The wreckage of Air Algari flight off 5017 from Burkina Faso to Algeria has been discovered in Tulemsi, Mali, with 116 people on board. Link. And again. Stay up dash to dash date with the best news sources all in one place. And again. Take a tour. Find out how to follow stories that matter to you. Link.
4: I'm just going to keep doing this kind of quickly. Customize your news. Get the news you care about on the home screen. Add a section.
1: Add a news topic or source on your home screen. Link.
4: So if I had a touch screen, this would be the same thing as pressing uh, a left flick button or a right flick, basically. Close. Remove
1: this panel. Head to next. Top stories. Link.
4: Now, here I get to the top stories. This is one region.
1: Corpus colon Samarami. Mer photo. At least 15 dead in Israeli shelling of... And again. AP photo colon JDM. Eastern Shore News. Two dead. Doesn't hurt after. Underwater colon the EPA struggle to combat pollution. ProPublica.
4: Now, you can change the way these things work by pressing page up and page down to cycle through the different types. Uh, you can choose your navigation methods. So I'm going to press page up.
1: Form controls.
4: I could move by form controls. Groups. Groups. Links. Links. Buttons. Buttons. List items. Lists. Headings. Headings. Regions. Or regions. So I'm going to leave it on regions, and I'll press right arrow.
1: 2-hour Arizona execution starts calls. And again. Reuters colon Gleb. And again. Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Fam. And again. Getty the images. AP provided. Jobless. give. Reuters. Iraqi christ More top story. Sources. Link. Delete button. ABC News get associated prep clocks. The New York Twalls Troiders. Add a top world link. Throuters call in a server or Romano Get the images. US calls P Kaiwan's Trans-
4: So basically that's the same as just sliding through using your left and right arrows. If I want to go back to the first object, I can press Control Home. News pane. In. in that particular section. And then down arrow. Region. We're back at the very start. Um let me go back to one that has some text in it. Image
1: era. Take c got Getty Images, A, Associated Press,
4: switch it to move by heading. Headings. And try that by pressing right arrow.
1: Fox News, The New York, The Wall Street, Reuters, Add a Topic, World, Link. Reuters colon, a server Romano, got Getty Images, ISIS Order, US, Taiwan, Reuters colon, I code, AP, a- 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 more Facebook phone equals face.
4: Get into the technology and science and get away from all the bad news.
1: That facial recognition software tests near perfect. Reuters, four hours ago. Computer scientists. Okay,
4: so here's a text of an article that I might want to read, and what I can do is I can just press the uh, slash key on the number pad, or I can press Insert Enter if I don't have a slash key on a number pad, and you'll hear a different sound here. There's a funny kind of sound. Once I'm in that mode, now I'm in reading mode, and I can just read through this article.
1: Land. Land Reuters. Four hours ago. Lang. Land Land. Computer scientists from Hong Kong University have unveiled the most accurate facial recognition software in the world, the algorithm, which scored a near-perfect. 99.15% accuracy rating in tests could prove to be a game-changing technology in automated crowd security. Ben Gruber reports.
4: Okay, so that's just one example. Or I could go ahead and you know find a link and press Enter on a link to go to a different story or different things like that. So we give you the ability to do basically the same thing that you would do on a tablet or a touch screen by using your fingers and swiping and double tapping and triples, uh, swiping to the left and right and up and down you know, with the keyboard. So you don't have to have a touch screen to be able to do the same things in Windows 8 with JAWS. You can just use your keyboard. It's just a matter of learning how to use those different items. So I'm going to press for now. Let's see, get back into... Regions.
1: Page down. 99.1.
4: Okay, let me get out of that.
1: Touch cursor. Computer scientists from Omcom. So
4: I got back out into the touch cursor by pressing Numpad Plus. I'm going to switch back to Regions by pressing Page Up or Page Down.
1: Page down. Computer scientists from Omcom University. A page down. Computer scientists.
4: Oh, sorry, I had to get out of that mode first. Regions. There it is, Regions.
1: Facebook phone equals fa- Google's Google cat. Disney Poland. Kent Phillips. Five mustache download.
4: Okay, and I'll just close that. News app by pressing Alt F4. Menu. Start
1: screen. Mail. Call.
4: Okay, I'm back at the start screen here, and I just want to show you one other uh, thing that I really like in Windows. It's in your notes as well if you take a look at it. One of my favorite keystrokes, since there isn't a start screen or a start menu, let's put it that way. There's a start screen. Since there isn't a start menu, there's a start button on the screen, and that's great for people that are using a mouse. You can switch back and forth between the tiles on the desktop or excuse me, tiles on the start screen, or the icons on the desktop. But the easy way to do that is just press your Windows key. Leave menus. I just went back to the desktop view and press Windows key again. It goes back to the desk to the start screen.
1: Menu. Start screen mail column one.
4: But one of my favorite keystrokes is Windows key and the letter X, X X-Ray. Windows X. That brings up a menu right about where the Start menu used to be in the lower left-hand corner of the screen, and it gives you quite a few different choices that you might find useful. Uh, Siri asked, how do you get out of read mode? You press numpad plus to basically get out of the same way you would get out of forms mode if you're using JAWS. In this menu, when you press Windows X, I'll down arrow and just let you hear what's there.
1: Programs and features.
4: A lot of times I go to programs and features because I want to uninstall a program, for example.
1: Power options.
4: I want to set your power.
1: Event viewer. System. Device manager. Network connections. Disk management. Computer management. Command prompt.
4: Command prompt left parent admin right parent. Task manager. See, there's quite a few things here. Control panel. Control panel. That's when I get to a lot. File Explorer. File Explorer. Search. Run. And here's also shutdown. Shutdown or sign out menu. And then there's also desktop here. Desktop. So the ones that I use here a lot are things like the system to find out things in my system if I need to check and see how much RAM is on my computer. Uh, task manager. Sometimes I'll use that to close a program that's not responding. Control panel and so on. So there's a lot of things in this little menu that you get by pressing Windows key X, including you know, your shutdown. So I'm just going to press Escape to get out of that.
1: Leaving menus, start screen, mail, column one.
4: And what I'm going to do is just uh, go ahead and switch back over to the training room here.
1: Menu, leaving menus, easy colon, jaw. easy webinar room, left parent, moderator, right parent, 52%. Easy webinar room, left parent, moderator, right parent. Context menu, properties, X, leaving menus, desktop, sharing left parent, sharing right parent dialogue. Off button, Easy webinar room, left parent, moderator, right parent.
4: So I went ahead and turned off the desktop sharing.
1: Static button, browser window, when Windows registered, 8 launches the start.
4: And here's the screen for Windows 8 that we talked about with the start screen in your documentation.
1: Link next page.
4: There's a link here on this page for the Windows 8 keystrokes, but I'm going to go ahead and choose next page.
1: Next page visited link. Document.
4: And this next page after that is the one that I just talked about using apps with JAWS 15 in Windows 8 and a touch cursor.
1: Visited link next page document page has four edits and date.
4: And I'll bring it out to the contact information page here. Um, on the contact information page, you'll find a link for my email address as, as well as the one for Ryan Jones, who's also in the training department. A link here for the entire contents of today's presentation, which has all the documentation. There's a link there for the online evaluation form. If you'd like to fill out an evaluation of the web the webinar, we appreciate that because we get a lot of feedback. And we get, uh, a lot of times, some good suggestions for future webinars. So there is an online evaluation form. It only has about six different questions on it, and so on.
1: Visited link back to the beginning of lesson.
4: All right. Well, Norm, I'm going to go ahead and turn it back over to you, and we can take questions. I know we went quickly through a lot of stuff there, so I imagine there may be a few questions. We'll go from there.
3: Thank you, Darren uh my head is spinning round and round in circles here i'm gonna to have to listen to this several times before i can assimilate it all but uh you really did a good thorough job and let me tell people again we'll have the resources online in a day or two at easi.cc archive archive slash slash windows 8-2014 slash resources.htm and Beth can type that in the text window for you. So I I guess I got more questions than I know what to do with. So I'm going to back off and uh, let people uh, type questions in the uh, chat window or des- des- Beth may have some left over that she wants to answer. So Beth, if you have some questions, put them up, uh, speak them for us, otherwise people can write Google questions and comments in the text chat window.
4: I do see one um, from Kenneth. He said, can you get an external touchpad for a PC without a touch screen? I would imagine you could Kenneth I have not ever tried that I know you can you know typically you can hook up a computer to dual monitors so it's I'm gonna say it's probably possible but don't quote me on that cuz I've never tried it in other words I was thinking there might be a possibility that you could get a separate screen but you know I, I haven't even actually seen just a touch well yeah you could get touch screens separately I imagine it would it would probably come across as being a dual monitor system is what I'm thinking but again I've never tried it
2: I don't see
3: any other questions. That was a lot of information. Oh, wait a minute. Siri says Once the touch cursor is on, we can perform all action by what commands you mentioned? Right and left arrow.
4: Oh, hi, Siri. Yes, that's a good question. Um, if you just flick left and right, if you just wanted to flick and flick left or right, uh, basically that's just going to be left and right arrow and so on. Look um, at my notes here. When you're doing the. I was in the second section of my notes here, hold on. The two finger, if you were doing the two finger flick right or left, uh, if you're on touch navigation, that's going to move between regions and headings and list items like I was doing when I did page up and page down. Uh, or it also moves to the next or prior word if you're in text reading and if you're using the touch screen and you want to go to the next or prior line you could flick up or down if you're in text reading Uh, if you wanted to go to the next paragraph you could do a two-finger flick up if you want to move to the next paragraph you could do a two-finger flick down beginning of the line in text reading would be a three-finger flick left say that three times real fast or to go to the end of the line it would be a three finger flick right and so on. So we have a lot of these different keystrokes they are listed in the documentation for you uh, but that's just a few of them.
3: Oh, Dan. Can you uh, tell us about the uh, next presentation you're going to do on Windows 8? I think it's uh, just after the middle of August, but I don't remember. So why don't you give us a sales pitch?
4: Yeah, sure. Um, what I'm going to do is look at some of the differences between File Explorer in earlier versions of Windows and then what happens to be, or excuse me, Windows Explorer and I always get these backwards. Windows Explorer in earlier versions of Windows versus the new File Explorer and I guess the biggest difference right off the top is the fact that File Explorer in Windows 8 has tabs as opposed to menus like you might be used to. and you can do all the different things you can get to uh, using file explorer that you could in windows explorer but it's just like everything else that has the ribbons you have to know where to go and so that's what we're going to do i'm going to show you how to rename files i'll show you how to create a folder and move files around in file explorer uh... the interface itself is a little bit different besides the ribbons itself there are some things that are visible on earlier versions of Windows Explorer, make sure I say it right, that are not there in File Explorer because it's kind of slimmed down a little bit since they've got the ribbons, believe it or not. Uh, A lot of things like I like to do, there's very few things that I change in File Explorer or in Windows Explorer, but one of them is I like to show people how to switch to the Details view as opposed to the Tiles view because the Details view gives you the name of the file, the size of the file, you can, look at, you can set it to show the file extensions, which is not on by default, so if you have a document that's notepad.txt, uh, let's, let's say it's a table.rtf and you have another one that's table.txt although you wouldn't have a table in a text document, but you get the idea. If you have two documents with the same name but different extensions, you might find it hard to figure out which program is going to open that particular document. So I like to show people how to turn on the file extensions and show them as being viewed as opposed to being hidden. It's, you've probably done it several times in Windows Explorer and prior versions of Windows, but again in, Win- in File Explorer everything is in a different location because it's on the ribbon, so I'll show you how to do that, uh, show you how to do sorting Like I like I one of the things I like to do is sort a column of files, for example, sometimes I want it by name sometimes I want it by date, it just depends on what I'm trying to find so I'll show you some of those things as well, so it should be a lot of fun
3: I don't see any more questions. I think we're all going to go and digest. So Dan, dare I ask how long it took you to learn Windows 8?
4: Yeah, I'm still learning it actually, Norm, but you know like I said before in the main part of the presentation, the biggest difference is that that start screen is going to come up. And just remember, just think of the start screen as being your search edit box. If you think about that, and just let the start screen be your search edit box, so if you want to find Word or if you want to find Notepad, you just go to the start screen and start typing Word or start typing Notepad. The rest of the time, you just press Windows D and go to the desktop, and you'll be just running like regular Windows 7 for the most part. Does that make sense? I think, you know, hopefully it does.
3: Well, that's a little of the curve.
4: Well, I do want to say thanks for everybody for joining us today. I'll stick around here for a few more minutes if anybody has any questions. And I'll just sit back and uh, reading the chat area here and looking at that as well. Thanks again. Uh, nice question, Jeevans. Uh Is there a magic keystroke, not magic the screen magnification software, but magic the wizard, is there a magic keystroke that will make all the tiles a predictable size? I do not think so, unfortunately. I think you can go and do them individually. Uh, pretty sure you can, but and maybe not on all of them, but not one that does them all.
3: Well, Dan, this again is very good. Uh, we might even set up a webinar for people to come back in and just ask questions. After we've had some time to play with we'll, it, we'll think about that. Thank you very much, and I'm going to go eat some lunch.
4: Yeah, we might could do that. Um, we might even just do an open webinar sometimes on Windows 8 and file explorer and some of the different things that are coming out with touch screens and tablets and things like that be fun to do something like that
3: next time i'm going to have my windows eight here also
4: well next time i'll try doing this with a uh, screen for the one in file explorer i'll try and get a a screen that i can actually swipe with my hand with a touch screen and show you some of the differences there with jaws
0: Well, we do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.